In this episode, we chat about the autopsy of Jane Doe, Jessica Jones, our hype for Infinity War, Cobra Kai, and Annihilation. Then we review Candleman, taste test some unique soda flavors, and step into the spoiler room to discuss Tomb Raider. All this and more on The Geek Generation. Hey everybody, welcome to the Geek Generation. I am your host, Rob Logan, joined in the studio by Mike Volby. Hey. Hey. It is episode 299. Ah. Ah. So close to 300. It's Almost weird. Almost there. I, for a while, I thought we would never get to 300 because we took so many like large breaks mm-hmm. in the podcast, but... Never say never. Yeah, it's We're right here. around the corner. That's right. Crazy. Um, so, uh, I guess we should start right with the... Uh, the, the geek outs. All right. Let's so, do it. Yay! What are you geeking out over? I was searching for a movie to watch a few nights ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Somebody, I don't I don't know how I stumbled across this film. Somebody had posted that it was really good. Okay. One of the best horror movies. Well, not horror, but like a mystery suspense kind of film. Not horror. Not horror. I would have assumed it was. It's called uh, the Aut- the autopsy of danger. Uh, Jane Doe. Yeah, yeah Jane Joe. That go. other person. There we go. Uh, <laughs> it, there's no blood and guts. There's yeah. no like monsters in it. Okay. So it, it, it kind of takes you out of the horror feel. Uh, it's the premise of the movie is that it's a father and son. They're coroners, and a mysterious body shows up. They drop her. Okay. Young girl. Uh, they throw her on the table. So they're going to go through the usual, she looks completely fine, mm-hmm. as like, why is this girl dead? So there must have been something on the inside that went wrong. So they're going to go through all the normal steps of doing an autopsy, okay. figure out why she died, was it murder, was it self-induced, drugs, whatever. And as they start going through the process, really creepy shit starts to happen. And there's a bigger picture that really? unfolds. Um, to the point where as I'm watching it, I was literally like getting like panicky. Yeah. Like the littlest noise in the house set me off. So as they're doing the autopsy, it's stuff within the body kind of being revealed or is it yeah. like external so things? They're, you're seeing they're they're finding different different layers of, I guess, injury and things that traumatic things that happened to her body. OK. And then. On the external side of things, like things start happening within the basement of this hospital Hmm. Um, and they get trapped in there and then kind of, I don't want to give it away. It's really good. Like really creepy, almost spiritual things start to happen in regards to this girl. And then by the end, it unfolds as to why this is happening Mm -hmm. and what her situation was. Um which I didn't really see it going that way. It wasn't anything crazy. It kind of relates to this area of the country. It okay. fits in real well Interesting. with like Boston and Massachusetts and the Pilgrims and like that era. Oh wow! Um, there's like mystical tie-ins, uh, but in terms of it, like it was probably one of the best suspense thriller movies that I have seen in a long time. That hmm. actually had me on the edge of my seat. Like nervous, heart racing, like panicky about being alone in the house. Yeah. Like 
at one point I like picked up my phone. I don't know why would I do this? And I flipped the camera on and put it in reverse and was like, don't let anything be behind me and brought the phone back down. <laughs> like I was that <laughs> just panicked by this movie. Wow. So and it even got really great reviews. I've heard by good critics. things about it. Yeah. Um, it's 86 percent on Rotten Tomato. Uh, Roger uh, Ebert, mm-hmm. who they gen- he generally bashes any horror movie. Give it a four out of five. Was this an actual Roger Ebert review? Or was it just says Roger Ebert, you know, okay, because he's not alive anymore. So. No, I know, but but so <laughs> right. his website, his site, but yeah, yeah, the people who worked with him, sure, that whole crew of critics bash. Like, how often do you get a horror, not horror, but you know what I mean, that, yeah, yeah. that genre, and it's even above 50%. This is probably trash, they beat the shit out of it all the time. This is probably a silly question, but for a movie about an autopsy, how gory would you say it is? Uh, as the movie goes on, there's a little bit more blood. Yeah. That, I mean, initially it's, it's your general, but it's all very like medical, right? Ve- yeah. Imagine I don't know, watching ER or yeah. even in scrubs, like there would be sure. a shot, okay. um, of them, you know, doing, something. I just didn't it, know if it went idea. beyond that extent. Uh, it gets a little heavier okay. at, towards the end of the movie. Um, when things really get out of control. Yeah. Huh. But it's nothing. You're not there, there. Aren't bodies being split open? Right, right, right. Half. Um, it's that would be the big thing, kind of stopping me from watching it. Far less than your typical like slasher or okay. scary movie. It's more medical, so you know, interesting. You can deal with that, but yeah. if you're looking for something to watch, you know, you're into that type of movie. This is definitely a must see. So definitely very more good. like psychological horror than yeah absolutely or thriller than and it's well acted horror. you know nobody in the movie stood out as like oh i know that guy oh mm-hmm. i've seen her in this or um it's really centered around an older guy mm-hmm. his son and a dead body hmm. on a table who apparently isn't like i mean they you it was an actual girl in makeup laying there sure. naked on a table sure. for majority of it um because she gets credit as being that character wow um and really doesn't leave the table. So, yeah. But for two people to interact, it really unfolds and tells a really good story. Interesting. So it's entertaining. The whole it must way have through. been so weird to be the corpse. <laughs> there had to be because like they didn't want, they wanted the body to be dead, but mm-hmm. still look alive, right. I guess, because it was supposed to be like, oh, this girl's newly dead. Yeah. So there, it wasn't completely drowned out in a gray body. Sure. So, I just think about, like from an from an onset perspective right. what that's got to be like you have these two people acting around you the whole time right. so we, your we job have a role is, for yeah. you yes um how do you feel about full frontal <laughs> i guess it's okay well you're gonna be that the whole movie and dead yeah we're gonna bring you in in a bag yeah and, and then you're gonna have a sheet on you and then the sheet's gonna come off and it's gonna unveil everything <laughs> for 90 minutes you know oh like, i guess uh, what's the pay on this well it's it's a smaller film so, right. yeah whatever i'll take it i need to work i mean uh, it's got to be the easiest acting job as far as just like you don't have any responsibilities right basically just stay there and stay lay still. there and don't move yeah which might be one of the hardest it things could to be do. actually yeah to just lay there naked probably on a cold set and and not move i'm sure it was difficult yeah. for sure but if you've heard good things they are true uh the other thing i'm geeking out over is every time i see a new trailer or advertisement for ready player one i get more excited mm-hmm. initially when i fo- saw the first trailer i was like oh it reminded me of every other movie mm. 
where people are transported into a video game. I went, this is going to blow. Yeah. This is going to suck. And it wasn't until recently that I realized that it's a Steven Spielberg Mm -hmm. movie. Like, I literally that quickly shut that down and went, this is stupid. Yeah. Because there was another movie, a few movies that came out over the last few years, right? There are some here and there, yeah, that have that kind of idea of going into a video game. And, yeah. And they don't usually work. Yeah, they're usually very hit or miss. Like, they start out kind of interesting, and they usually just become... It's usually a vehicle to do a different kind of action movie or it's nothing like deep or any really interesting idea. Yeah. Well, this was adapted from a book. Right. So I was looking into Ernest Klein. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited because the most recent trailer showed like King Kong. Yep. Of course, the DeLorean is in it. I'm like, you sold me with the DeLorean. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot of really cool characters that I think are going to be in it. Yeah, I mean, like Iron fun. Giants in yeah. there. Um, and they're even they're taking some things that were not in the book because these things didn't exist at the time the book came out. So like in the trailer, you can see Tracer from Overwatch. Mm-hmm. And clearly that's a game that's like not even two years old. So the book was out years ago. But they're taking in some modern things to be like, well, if the book had been written now, yeah, some of those characters would have been in there. Uh, but the the thing that's really cool about Steven Spielberg being the director is he's literally creating a tribute to the the genre that he made famous. Mm-hmm. Like it's all about eighties movies, yeah. And that's yeah. that was his golden era. So he is making the tribute to his own movies in he a is. way, which is and very his audience cool. is us, yeah. Which we grew up with those movies, yeah. You know, and of course you put in the newer stuff so that the younger kids yeah, go, oh, totally. I get it. Oh, look that, yeah. You know, and if they haven't seen Back to the Future, they might go, what car? What is that car? And then it brings them in. I think it's going to be really good. I hope so. Yeah. I imagine this is going to have a long run time. Could be a long. I would think so. I don't I don't actually know what it is, but yeah, I'm down if it's done well. Yeah. And then what gives me hope is Spielberg. Yeah. He doesn't produce too many shitty things. No, no. He's got a pretty, I don't know, the Spielberg guy might have a good track record. I'm going to have to IMDB him. He's a Spielberg guy. Let's give him a shot on this big, (laughs) this be his breakout movie. Maybe maybe we can get him on a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Give him a push. (laughs) (laughs) He's a newbie. That's pretty much all I can geek out about. Cool. Uh, My first geek out is season two of Jessica Jones. Mm -hmm. Have you watched any? I watched the first episode of the first season. And for whatever reason, it just didn't. Like, I was like, all right, this is different. Yeah. It's really racy, mm-hmm. really raunchy. Did you watch the first season? Not all? the whole thing, just the first episode. Oh. And then, oh, wow. That's as far as I, and then I just haven't had time to sit and watch Oh, wow. Episode. Okay. So I thought you meant you watched the first episode no. of season two. Oh, no, no, no. All I saw was the first season. The oh, first wow. Episode. Okay. So, uh, Jessica Jones, it's not like your typical superhero fare. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not going out, like, good, jumping into buildings and saving yeah. hostages and all this stuff. Uh, the first season, I will say, is a little stronger than the second. I don't know exactly why I think the subject matter was just very intriguing for the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to talk about it too much, obviously, because you haven't seen yeah. it. Uh, but I would highly recommend it. I think of the what of the Netflix series have you watched? In regards to like superheroes and like all the Marvel Netflix stuff. So like Daredevil. No, nah, Daredevil, I didn't get into. He's no. never been a big uh, Luke Cage. I didn't watch that. He can't. Did he come off of that? They're all linked. Yeah, they're all linked. So Daredevil so was first. Then Jessica Jones was the next one. 
uh, Luke Cage debuted in season one of Jessica Jones because they are very closely tied in the comics. Yeah. Um, then Luke Cage happened. Then we got season two of Daredevil. Then Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there was the Defenders, which was the eight episode team up of all four of them. Mm-hmm. And then Punisher. The Punisher is all tied. Punisher in. happened. Same universe, but not. There's some characters from Daredevil that carry over because yeah. Punisher debuts in season two of Daredevil. Okay. So it's it's like a whole. I'm way behind yeah, on this stuff. Oh. It's a whole separate Marvel universe. It's still separate connected. from what we're currently seeing? No, because the, the MCU and this universe are tied in. There's mm-hmm. not any real overlap as far as characters go. Yeah. But they are all occupying the same universe as well as shield mm-hmm. they're all in there together um they do reference like the incident they call it the incident in yeah. the netflix series and that's the new york alien attack from oh, okay. the avengers movie uh, and that changed a lot of things for them it's why some of them are like coming out of the shadows and all that stuff but i i think they're all worth watching iron mm-hmm. fist is probably the weakest of them i have no idea what Iron Fist is. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I feel so lost. It's okay. Uh, but Jessica Jones is arguably... The first season of Jessica Jones is arguably the best season of them. It's very good. It's not my favorite one because mm-hmm. I am a more traditional superhero fan. So I like seeing Daredevil being a superhero yeah. and going out there and doing those things. But the... Just the story... Uh, the production value, the acting, the characters, everything in season one of Jessica Jones is top notch. It's so good and it's incredibly um, engaging. But season two is still wonderful. It's yeah. fantastic. And it is just as good as all the other Marvel series, if not better. Uh, it's just not as good as season one was for me. Uh, but I did binge it over the course of like four or five days. It's like 13 <laughs> episodes. So Half hour, hour, hour. Yep. And it's I love that it's on Netflix mm-hmm. because uh, a few years ago at New York Comic Con. God, I don't even know how many years ago this was. It might have been like four or five years ago. They had announced at a Marvel TV panel that there was a Jessica Jones series coming to ABC. Oh, that was going to be called AKA Jessica Jones. I remember you talking about. Yes, this, this was. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it on the podcast yeah. so long ago. Um, and that's when they also announced Cloak and Dagger. Yes. Originally, too, was also going to be an ABC show. We're finally getting Cloak and Dagger debuting on Freeform, which was formerly oh, really? ABC Family. Oh, is that what that is? That is. That so, all the Disney stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, the Cloak and Dagger series is going to be like younger people. They're not okay. like fully grown adults. Um, They're going to be like, I don't know, teenage, college age. I can't tell exactly from the trailer, but that's going to be debuting on Freeform if it hasn't already. Uh, and then Jessica Jones, instead of going to ABC, ended up going to Netflix, which is better. It's way better. Never, you imagine the editing oh. or, or just the, how toned that one down of the that one of the big themes of the first season is rape. Yeah, they would have had to abandon all of that subject matter to do that show on ABC. It would have been a completely different show. Completely different Probably show. Probably would have failed. Yeah. But it's is this what her character is like in comic books? Oh, God, yeah. She's yeah, she's an edgy, like really kind of dark and deep character. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a fantastically written character, too. But the fact that it ended up on Netflix allowed them to explore subject matter that they never would have been able to do on network television. Yeah. And they're way better off for it. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic show. Awesome. I I, I, I'll finish it up. Cool. 
sometime, right? <laughs> I know. I'm trying to watch. There's a bunch of different. Actually, I'm going back and rewatching because I haven't seen all of it. Scrubs. Now oh yeah, it Scrubs is great with Ashley mm-hmm. because uh, I love. Scrubs. I got. <laughs> I kind of popped for the commercial on TV. Um, they have a major one of the the actors from each of the major like TV medical shows like ER mm-hmm. and Scrubs and all that. And they're like, we're your TV medical doctors. Oh, and it's a yeah. commercial for, I don't know what it is. Yeah. And I was just like, it's Turk. And she's like, who's Turk? And I'm like, you haven't seen Scrubs? She was like, no. I was like, oh, we're, Hulu has it. Yeah. The whole series. Had so, you seen all of it or are you catching I've, up and then going I beyond? I would say I watched all the way up through when the, they reboot, restarted episode or season, season nine. nine. Yeah, I've, I've watched everything. Not Which all they the kind of call they refer to as Scrubs Medical School now. I think because they want to detach it from the rest they of the series. They probably should. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to allow her to watch past eight. Yeah, like there's the last no reason to episode of season eight is where we will stop. And yep. I like, just pretend it didn't happen. It's definitely the emotional end. Absolutely. Yeah, but. Uh, I think we're four, five or six episodes in, and she's like laughing on the couch. And I forgot how funny it is. It's I've, so good. I would say I probably watched eighty to ninety percent of the show. Okay, so yeah. there are episodes that I haven't seen, mm. but it's it's exciting. Yeah. So between that and what is the uh, Drew Barrymore show that we just started? The new season's coming. Oh, out. Yeah. Um, Santa, Santa Clarita, Clarita Diet. Diet. Yeah. You watch it? No. Very good. Yeah. I should just geek out about that. So I'm geeking out about <laughs> I, I wanted to watch it for the longest time and didn't. And mm-hmm. then one night her and I was sitting there and I said, screw it. We're putting it on. And then I went, holy crap, we're not going to stop watching this. And then the first season ended and I'm like, shit. And I'm Google searching, please. And they're like, yeah, March 23rd. I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I timed it out. I hate that's the one thing about binge watching. You watch the entire series. Yeah. And if it ends on a cliffhanger, you're like, when is the next one? Like, oh, next year. Right. Fuck. <laughs> right. You know? But that's a really good show. That, so I'm trying So the to- premise there is Drew Barrymore ends up becoming a zombie. Right? Kind, kind of. Um, it's an ancient, I wanted to say it's like Chinese or something like that. It's an ancient curse type situation where you get bit. Okay. By someone. And then you kind of you tra- they're not zombies in the sense of like, oh my God, I'm gonna like go nuts and be angry and tear everything apart. Okay. She's herself. She's actually happier, more relaxed. The problem is she craves human she, flesh. She yeah. tries to eat real food, it does nothing for her. Oh. She has to eat human flesh and like fresh too. So it's not like so it's becoming this. So is big she like issue. attacking people like a zombie though? It's almost like she there's a part of her that is almost like when you don't have a filter and you'll just say whatever. Mm-hmm. That instinct kicks in and she goes, I need to eat now and we'll just attack. Hmm. So it's her, her husband, the daughter lives at home. So things like that the really neighbor is a police officer, like oh, a detective, really? and that's a problem. Yeah. The reason I can't watch stuff like that is kind of I know this is a weird comparison is kind of the same reason that I can't watch or I don't like Madagascar, the first movie. The cartoon? Yeah. That was a great movie. I I don't like it at all. So this I think Santa Clarita Diet and Madagascar have the same problem where the the thing in Madagascar of the lion kind of becoming wild and wanting to eat animals like his best friend's a zebra 
And the whole movie is like this weird tension of like, is he going to eat his best friend? Yeah, like when he sees him dancing, is like a steak. Yeah. The best part. <laughs> I'm like, that's <laughs> fucked up on so many levels. It is. It is. And then you see something like Santa Clarita Diet. Like, are they going to go to sleep one night and she's going to get a craving and eat her husband? That was a fear at one. Yeah. In one of the episodes, it kind of. Yeah, goes into that. So the fact that that tension is there to control it to an extent, it's not an all out loss of control. to an extent. Though. It's like I need to eat now. So yeah, I know this is my husband. So I know I shouldn't eat him. So I need to go find something to eat now. But what if she can't? Well, that's yeah. Well, it's a, that's I can't watch it. Really? I, I can't oh, deal with that show. kind there of tension. There is a lot of gore too. I was yeah. Like, yeah. A oh, lot of course of there is blood. Yeah. They have a budget for that. And she has kids, too. She could eat the kids. Well, she's got a daughter who's been a grown adult. High school. Yeah. So. so. Which the high school kids are snotty and arrogant. So. <laughs> so fuck them. Eat her. You introduce that kind of tension, though, and I automatically am like, nope, no thanks. That, that's it, huh? Yep, that's it. That is funny. That's it. Are you, is that like a deep fear? No, it's just. Another, that you're going to be trapped in a situation and I'm be like, all right, Rob, I'm going to die. You're going to have to eat me to survive. No, it's just anxiety. Like, oh. I don't watch things that make me anxious. Yeah. Like, even though the show kind of writes it off, probably in a way of saying, oh, we dealt with that in an episode. And now, you know, what? never have yeah. to worry about it again. I can't write it off. <laughs> it's still always an option. Always a possibility. Oh, they don't write it off. Oh, OK. Oh, no. It's a possibility. Yeah. So, like, no, I'm out. OK. I have enough anxiety in my life. I don't need that on top of it. Thanks. <laughs> uh, uh, my other geek out is, I don't know if you watched the new trailer for I Avengers know. Infinity I, War. I, I literally, I actually had to go change my underwear when I was in. I pooped my <laughs> pants. I was so excited. It is so good looking. Each trailer, the first one was like, oh. And then like the second one for the Super Bowl was gave you a little yep. more. And then this one, I'm like, oh. and I don't think we've seen anything. I feel like what they're showing us is just contained to mm-hmm. the one act of the movie. They love doing that. Like this is. And I appreciate it. I don't even think this is like the. I think they're just kind of showing us like here's the beginning mm-hmm. of it. You know. It was phenomenal. Yeah. the It's crazy. The only thing that bugs me and I tweeted this out too. Have you seen the poster? No. Okay. So there's a poster for, for the, the movie. movie? Yeah. No. There's a post for the movie that has like the entire cast on there. Yeah. And none of them are wearing masks. Not one person. Aside from like people who don't wear masks. Spider-Man? Like no mask. No mask on the poster. Iron Man, no mask. Well, that's a mark. Cap, they haven't shown him a mask at all anywhere. So that's not a big deal. Yeah, nobody like Spider-Man of anybody should be wearing his mask because his identity is not public. Well, that's like the is, other people. But this is a marketing thing. Just so. We oh, can, I know oh, it look, is, but it still makes me mental yeah. because I guarantee you that Spider-Man and it's not even a good marketing move because Spider-Man still sells more tickets than Tom Holland does. True. Now, Robert Downey Jr., on the other hand, that's different. I can understand that from a marketing perspective, but Spider-Man and he's dead center on the poster should have his mask on. And he's going to have it on for the majority of the movie. One would think. think. Yeah. Plus, I mean, not only just because. Uh, that's the way he should have it because his identity is not yeah. public. And I but love, also CGI wise, it's easier to do right. that in the trailer mm-hmm. when he clearly we so the, he's going to be on the school bus mm-hmm. at some point going to school when Thanos shows up. Yeah, and he doesn't put the suit on. He puts he's the mask somehow. On. I don't know. I don't know how he's going to get away from it. If he gets off the bus and runs, but he's just going to put the mask on and go. I was like that. 
That was cool. Yeah. That's cool because he didn't take the time to go. I got a suit up or he doesn't even have the suit on underneath. Right. He's going back to school. Like, I'm cool. I'll be Spider-Man on the weekends. I got to go to school. <laughs> oh, shit. A spaceship showed up. Yeah. I got to hope Mr. Stark. Like, that's got to be the thought process. Yeah. The trailer is like awesome. I mean, aside from the fact that all these people are in one movie, I'm I'm super excited to see different people interact that I've never met before. Yeah. That's one of the oh, biggest draws of the movie. With uh, uh, the Guardians. Yeah. Iron Man and Spider-Man standing there. So I'm going to make a plan. We're, um, yeah, we're <laughs> going to go plan, over this plan. That plan's great, except for the fact that it sucks. It sucks. So I'm going to make a better plan. <laughs> yes. It doesn't suck. Like, so it'll be good. And I think that it really just seems like this movie is going to be set up where like, Thanos is going to show up to get the, the what the Tesseract and, yep. and then All the blow up stones. the planet. And at the last second, they're going to – maybe Loki's going to sacrifice himself or something. They're going to blast Hulk Oh, back. people are going to die. Yeah, they're going to blast Hulk back to Earth. Yep. Planet blows up. Guardians find Thor. Thor's like, he's going to Earth for the other crystals. Shit, let's go. Yeah. And then they're probably going to show up just too late. Yeah, I think this whole the whole trailer is like the first half maybe of the Yeah, movie. I they they they're very good about not giving too much away. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, like it's going to be ridiculous. There's nothing about this that's making me go oh, I don't know. I think this is going to be the biggest like this is going to blow away. My uh my everything. internal debate right now is what I'm going to watch in preparation. Because yeah. for the last two Avengers movies, I did the marathons mm-hmm. where I watched the entire phase before going to see it so i'm like well do i watch all of phase three and phase three is i think the biggest phase so i don't know if i'd even be able to do that in one day or do i just watch like avengers one and two and then go watch and then like add on captain america civil war because that's basically basically an avengers movie yeah and then go see that it really should have just been called avengers civil war yeah (laughs) yeah also the other thing is there are two uh prominent characters that are not really visible within either the poster or the trailer. Hawkeye and yep. Ant-Man. Right. And I know there's a joke of people being like, well, Ant-Man could be anywhere on the poster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's not. Um, he's they are in, in the movie. Peter Parker's backpack. They are in the movie, and the Russos have said that they are not shown in what we've seen so far because at least Hawkman is on his own quest. Hmm. He hasn't said what, but he's not really with the rest of the group we'll see him yeah but he's doing something different hmm. which is interesting i think maybe he's protecting the last infinity stone could be i think that's a strong possibility or well, what's missing he's gonna get the blue the blue one off of loki yep the, the purple one the, is the one that the, the guardians had and then there's the and those two he has in the trailer already the green one dr strange has the yellow one is on what's his vision head yep that's four yep there's five right there are six six oh wait there are five yeah right yeah is there one five? for each knuckle yeah yeah where are the other ones the there's well we don't know where the last one is yet it's got to be hidden in um black panther world Wakanda. Wakanda. <laughs> Black Panther world. Yeah. That's where most people think it is. But if they're fighting there, like yeah. the trailer shows them they, they've got either that or they've dragged the crystals there to hide them. Mm-hmm. But we sound like the worst geeks right now. We do. Are there five? Are, Are there, there five? six? I don't like know. we've gone over this before. <laughs> and we still don't remember. Because the trailer got us so pumped up, our <laughs> memories have shattered <laughs> on us. It's so bad, but so good at the same time. I know. 
Yeah, no, I'm I'm ridiculously excited. I can't Do wait. Do you, you think this is going to blow every record? God, yeah. So Black Panther already oh, has. This is going to destroy everything. Every This has never been done before. This is unprecedented. I mean, we saw... Is were, this the tipping point, though? Is this where they do where this? Where the bubble bursts? Nope. And then we're going to want to see how this unfolds. Yeah, I think... I don't think the next Avengers to finish off the storyline. The next is, Avengers supposedly is next year. Right. It's not a part two like they originally planned. Oh. Like it's not Infinity War part two. That was that well, was the initial this plan. This is going to wrap up by the end of it. It wraps it up. It could. Uh, but they said the Russos have said to think of the next part as a sequel, not as part two of this story okay because it's going largely because it's going to focus on different characters which even further implies that people are going to die here um so i don't know if the next one is supposed to be the start of the next kind of phase or if it's going to wrap up the hanging threads from this one but i don't think we're supposed to look at the next movie like this is not a to be continued movie this movie's gonna have to be three hours long it's they could say it's four (laughs) hours and i'd be like i'm please it's four hours and it's double the price that's fine fine. i'm in there i'm in they go oh man they have us by the balls Mm -hmm. disney what have you done to me (laughs) i'm so in yeah i'm so in the first day ticket sales have already broken shattered records for like it's the biggest first day pre-sale of tickets ever they're already on sale oh yeah i didn't know that oh yeah <laughs> yeah so they're I'll already on sale it. i'm gonna end up seeing it at the smaller theater down the road from me yeah. which has like the luxury seat no it's great it's a more well i say smaller because they have four screens yeah but two of their theaters are huge how are the seats they recline oh okay. leather oh they okay. have a little tray that tilts so you oh, okay. your, oh it's all a, right well yeah. that's fine then yeah it's a great theater very, I need to figure fun. out what I'm going to do because I don't think I'm, I like the theater near me, but it's not optimal. Does this not feel like we need to be? I don't know how to explain this. Like, we're going to go see this. It's almost like we need ultra comfort. Ultra. We do. That's I'm, the thing. I'm I need, need an optimal experience. Yeah, I need my cuddle blanket. Yes. I need to be cuddled in. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I I'm, need all my friends with me. I'm not messing around with this one. <laughs> this is like a sixth birthday party. All, <laughs> like, all my friends are here. We're hanging out. I have my action figures. You know. We might need to schedule something. We might have Is to. what I'm saying. And we're going to have to get tickets way in advance. <laughs> yes. And at a seat at a theater that does pre seat pre seating, yeah, like allows us to choose our seats, how early or we have to show up like an hour early at least. This come out on a Friday. Or what's the twenty seventh uh, of April? It would be. They are always like there are like seven p.m. and midnight showings. Yeah. Either that or like a Friday. But I'm I'm pretty sure I'm gonna take the day off. Whatever it is, I'm calling in sick. I'm gonna watch all the Marvel yeah. movies and I'm gonna I'm gonna see it that night. Right. I think. I'm going to have to get somebody to work for me if it's a Friday. <laughs> I'm going to have to. And why? Because I need to go see Avengers. That's yes, why. I know. You're working. <laughs> Life up. stops for this. That's how big this is. I bought a business so that I could see whatatever I wanted. <laughs> when I want. I want. Oh, That's how big is this big. is. It's yeah. 10 years. Yes. It's huge. I showed Ashley the trailer. I was like, did you see it? She went, no. I was like, but I shared it. She goes, yeah, I saw that you pooped your pants. And I'm like, no, you have to watch. And every time she like turned away, I was like, look at the phone. <laughs> She's like, why? I was like, this is 10. You watch this. 10 years. You don't know how important this is to us. Build up. No one has ever done this. No. 10 years of building to this moment. 
And this is what we were saying too when the first Avengers movie was coming out. Yeah. And this is bigger. <laughs> we're like, know. how do we keep doing this? <laughs> yeah, it's oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm beyond excited. A month to go. <sighs> Breathe. <laughs> All right. Oh, let's let's change gears a little bit. Yeah. It's time let's for Let's go our... from way up high to way down low. Freakouts. Oh, freakout. I know a lot of our listeners are not wrestling fans. That's so, fine. We but, are. Uh, are you at all excited for WrestleMania? I I only get so I only watch the Rumble and Mania, yeah. and then I kind of follow along a little bit with like some YouTube clips and what people say. And I have enough people and friends. I mean, because we were in the industry for a while, yeah. I can't avoid it. Like I find out what happens all the time anyway, just from social media and stuff. Because all of our friends are wrestlers. I do a really good job of avoiding this stuff. Do you? Yeah. I yeah I, well I'm not friends with any of the wrestlers oh, okay. really besides three yeah probably so I don't see like I see a lot of a lot of the stuff I I'm rarely like oh I'm missing so much that I need to watch on a regular basis again because I know that's a big trap because mm. when I was watching wrestling it consumed like my entire week and now there's even more to watch and even i feel like if i'm not watching at all i'm not watching and like i'm not getting the full picture and even if you cut out the commercials mm -hmm. you're still looking at uh, four five five four and a half hours a week yeah of just watching it if you just watched every moment of yeah it, and i don't have time but in general like there's not a lot of build up they're really waiting to build things mm -hmm. and what they are building i don't care like i don't want to see brock lesnar and roman reigns you did this two years ago oh they're doing that again now I get to see him again. But they're playing it off as Brock's leaving to go back to the UFC. Like hmm. that's kind of the he's not showing up to shows. They've now suspended. Is he really or is that the gimmick? He is negotiating with oh, them. Okay. I I think he wants to have both belts at the same time. Hmm. Or try to. He's not going back to get a title fight, but I think he, that his goal is to okay. go back that's interesting. And try to fight. But like the crowd is not getting behind Roman Reigns. He's not fun. So now they're trying to. They oh really? The crowd's still not behind no, Roman Reigns. But now they're trying. They almost pulled a CM Punk with him. Yeah. In that they had him come out, voice how angry he is. Roman. That yeah. That Lesnar's not showing up. Walk backstage. Had the cameras follow him into Gorilla, which is right before you right, go out. Right. You saw Shane and Vince with their headphones on, and had he flipped out. And like Vince stayed calm, was like, we need to go talk about this in my office. This is not TV stuff. We need to, we're going to, and then Vince came out and said, I, because of this, I've suspended him. Was it actually like a good bit? Everybody did great except for Roman Reigns. Yeah. Who was still <laughs> like That's the problem. going along the script yep. where he should have just gone off script and ball. So what, what are they going to do? Fire him, please. They're not going to fire him. That's the biggest problem is Roman is not a charismatic guy. He's not the guy. No. He's not in the sequence of. Hulk Hogan in Macho Man time, uh, Austin in the Rock era, John Cena. I know why they're pushing him. He has the look and he has the physicality yeah. and he's a good hand, but he doesn't have the charisma no. to be like an on-the-mic guy, yeah. and that's without that, you're not going to hit the top. But in general, now you got Ronda Rousey, who can act. No, oh who, my God, every who, segment who, I've seen of her is cringe Oh, it's trash. Hell. It's trash. That match is going to blow. AJ Styles and Nakamura will be a good match. Mm -hmm. Now they're trying to push that John Cena is challenging The Undertaker, which I will give it credit. It was probably the most entertaining segment when they have John Cena go out and just run his mouth, mm -hmm. kind of like the thugonomics John Cena, mm. where he's almost kind of a heel. 
it does come across god, really just well. Just let them. I know they can't because of money. Merchandising. Yeah, but god, just let them turn. It, but I don't think Undertaker is going to come back as Undertaker. No? I don't know that he's going to be the biker gimmick, but I don't think he's going to necessarily be the dead man. I'm also a little worried, too, because he said goodbye twice now. Yeah. Like, they're... The John Cena's thing is, you're healthy. Yeah. You're post. He literally was like, you're posting workout videos on your wife's Instagram. Like, drop your ego. Stop acting like you're better than everybody. Get your ass here and fight a real man, was basically the promo. Oh, wow. Like, get up and get here. This is The only person stopping this is you because you lost twice. You're a big baby. Pull it together. We all lose. Get back here and fight. So It's an interesting there's angle. There's still nothing to look like. Okay, right. There's so nothing at John stake. John Cena is going to be the third. Right. Guy. I think it has to get to the point where John Cena goes, I will put my career on the line now for you to come back and fight me. Yeah. If you're done, fine. You're done. I'm not, but I'm willing to risk that to fight you. To give the people what they want. But even still, it feels like there's nothing at stake because if that happens, we know Cena yeah. wins. Yeah. So, like, Maybe. there's there's nothing. There's no unpredictability about it. It doesn't feel like. And th- there was nothing bigger to put at stake than Taker's streak. Which like, already- even the belt didn't matter as much as Taker's streak. No. And that's gone. So the whole Undertaker being the big WrestleMania thing. They keep trying to make it a thing again, but they destroyed it already. You can't come back from that. It's done. Should have been done after Brock beat him. Yeah, it should have been. There's nothing special about it anymore. There isn't. But that's what they're hyping up there. Other than that, there's not a lot. Like the tag matches, the other title matches, it's just fluff. Mm. I'm kind of disappointed. They're just not pushing it. That's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably watch. Oh, I will too, it's WrestleMania, it's ten bucks. Yeah, I mean, but that's where I think we've come down to is they're like, well, it's WrestleMania. We're gonna have celebrities and people on the show mm-hmm. that'll draw people. We'll have a big media. The Ronda Rousey thing's all over ESPN. Like, it's bringing awareness to what they're doing. Mm. And then for the casual person or even the hardcore fans, we all just go, well, it's WrestleMania. <laughs> and it's only 10 bucks. So it's, they know uh, we're, we're in. Not, remember when we were buying in on pay-per-view? For like 50 or $60. 50, 60 bucks. Yeah. You'd have friends over and be like, hey, five, 10 bucks a piece so we can yep. cover this. Yeah. Plus we'll get pizza. 10 bucks. And you could just cancel it when you're done. Exactly. <laughs> which is basically what I do every time. They're going to they're probably going to increase the rate of it at some point. At some point. They probably will have to. I'm surprised know. it's held this long, honestly. I'm just disappointed because it's WrestleMania. Is this Angle's first match back? No. Uh, no, he did a six-man with the Shield. I think a Survivor Series. Oh, okay. And he did okay. He did all right. I, I mean, Triple I don't H, know how much he's allowed to do medically. Triple H will carry him. He did his normal yeah? stuff. He took bumps. And okay, wow. He'll, he'll do his normal stuff. He walks funny, though. Have you seen him move? Not really. When he walks, everything looks fine. And then it's like he's walking with his knees bent, like he's somewhere in between kneeling down and standing up. Oh, wow. Up. Yeah, his posture is horrible from the waist down, hmm. which is weird because he had neck problems. Yeah. But his knees are a mess. I don't know. I mean, I can see his knees just being a mess anyway. Anyone, any wrestler's knees would be a mess. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're holding back something else. The The inductees look good, though. Yeah. Goldberg and Ivory. Kid Rock. 
That's weird. See, that's the other thing. They're going to induct Kid Rock, right? Yeah. And then the Undertaker's going to come back. I swear to God, if they bring him back oh. with a biker gimmick and Kid Rock sings him <laughs> to the ring. I didn't even think about that. I'm shutting WrestleMania off and I'm going to bed. Okay. I love that Mike uh, Canellis is campaigning to induct Kid Rock into the Hall oh, of Fame. Oh, I saw that. He is. He is the biggest Kid Rock yeah. fan I know. So if if he doesn't get to do it, it's a shame. I can understand why they wouldn't because he's not. who they would have. He's not super prominent. No. But I think he's been off. I don't know if he's been off team. Like, again, I haven't been watching, he, so I don't know. I, I just see his Instagram post. Yeah, same. I mean, the, have you seen the shape he's in? He's in real good shape. He's doing unbelievable. Working his ass well. off. Yeah. Good for him. But, well, he was on TV, and then yeah. Maria got pregnant. Exactly. Clearly, for safety, you keep her off TV and yeah. out of the ring. But that kind of killed his gimmick. So they're going to give him nine months to better yourself, or ten. And yep. then, hey. Well, it's good. It gives him time to, like, get himself in better shape and deal with his demons did you see the video we posted of him and um uh not luke harper the other guy with the red beard i don't from know the wyatt family they were traveling together yeah and he's just playing like music and like rocking out yeah you know, the guy with the beard is just like driving along <laughs> just tilts the camera and then comes back it was just weird because i don't know why they're travel buddies yeah i don't know it's entertaining to see hmm what he's up to and i'm happy for him i'm really happy for him yeah hopefully he'll get some sort of spot on the card yeah i hope they give him another like big push when he comes back yeah. just to give him a proper chance i mean even just put him in the ring with like he's been working ty dillinger i guess on the road a lot oh, okay why not just give them a match like let him be the second match or open the show yeah. who cares just, how about a match wait a minute wait a minute that doesn't have a storyline. That's just a match <laughs> oh for my entertainment. God, no. Yeah. Somebody, I mean, there's a lot of ways they could have kept him on TV without Maria. Somebody should run that by Vince. Yeah. I mean, he could have been he could have been doing everything for her and bringing out like a picture yeah. of her. There's a, so many ways to do it. Yeah. I can understand why they took him off TV for a bit though, but there are ways they could have done it, for sure. Yeah. My next freak out is the trailers for Cobra Kai. Yes. So I, I mean, who who didn't grow up watching The Karate Kid? Right. One, two, three, and the one with the chick mm -hmm. did not see the new one with Will Smith. So no, me neither. Will not. Will act like that didn't happen. Um, Because he didn't need to redo it. No, no it's not. It's not. It. No. My problem is not that they're bringing it back, mm -hmm. but it's the tone of the trailers in that, the first movie, Johnny's the bad guy, mm -hmm. and he's just a horrible kid because of the dojo. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the movie, he almost has this moment of like a change of heart a little bit. Mm -hmm. And Daniel is the good kid with the good mentor, you know, keeping him out of trouble, learning life's lessons, progressing. And that's kind of how it always goes. His three movies, he's a good kid. Yeah. He's learning. Yeah. These trailers make him look like he's as arrogant cocky i grew up to be better than you character mm -hmm. like i get this sense of he's kind of like yep i kicked him in the face like that and i'm like this isn't the character is this where they're gonna go with it that i think he grew up because he won yeah he grew up to think he's better than everybody it's possible this, but it, almost like you're making him the bad guy and i'm like i don't want to hate him <laughs> i loved him growing up why are you doing this to well me? i think the the first way like i actually think it looks hysterical and 
the, the, I think the way you have to look at this is not that it's a continuation of their actual story. It's a parody. Hmm. And it's it's a spoof of what they did because those are goofy movies. Yeah. The Karate Kid movies like they're fine. They're good. They're not like. <laughs> not like award winning like stand no. the things that we love because we grew up with them i don't know yeah. if they would actually hold up as much now i haven't watched them in a while yeah so like don't watch three <laughs> don't watch three that doesn't hold up I at remember all what happened in three no it's not the one where he goes to okinawa is yeah it? is it yeah oh it does not hold up it's goofy as hell did you fight in the i don't even remember okinawan honestly kid and there's like fire and stuff something like that it's weird yeah, I do remember it's that. It's weird. The video game, that was tough. That was really hard. Fuck that You had game. to deal with the monsoons. Yes. Ugh. Nintendo, right? Yeah. yeah. Ugh, such pain. Man. And you anyway. had to, like, earn your, your <laughs> crane <Yeah>. kick. Yeah. <laughs> you used to, like, select to do yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, why is it select? I know we only have so many buttons, but damn, it's so hard to hit this. That game was hard. Um, But the I think I think if you go into it with the... The mentality that like it's not necessarily a continuation of the universe. It's more of a continuation of like these actors not being able to get out of their characters. There's something like goofy and funny and fun is about it. Is it supposed to be that way? Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, it is. It's not. They're still playing their characters. Yeah. But it's very tongue in cheek. And it's I think it's supposed to be like a like a weird warped version of a continuation what it might look like like they're continuing that rivalry but it's supposed to be comedic for sure yeah like you're not supposed to take this seriously i think it looks really good do you yeah i don't know every time i see a new trailer i'm like oh i don't know. This is i think it's all about the mentality this. like if you want if you want a true continuation of the karate kid movies yeah. this is not that this is like this is a tongue-in-cheek almost parody slash satire of that universe when does it come out soon right i don't know and it's, it's on, on like youtube red which means you need to pay for it yeah probably never gonna see it probably though. me I neither <laughs> paying for enough stuff youtube yeah i don't know i think it looks funny but it's i don't think it's something i'm gonna i would search like seek out to watch yeah. i'm just like i'm tickled by the trailers a little that's all that's, that's it, it. That's all right my freak outs. uh my freak out is the movie annihilation yeah yeah i saw it I don't think I've seen that. I meant to look that up real quick. It's a Natalie Portman starring movie, sci-fi. Um, it's done by the director is, oh, I'm going to forget his name, uh, Alex Garland. That yeah. sounds right. Let's hope that's right. Uh, the same guy who did Ex Machina. Oh, this. Yes. Yeah. Yes, based yes. on a book. So uh, what? Because the book when is I saw a the series. trailers, I thought, oh, I kind of want to see this. Mm -hmm. looks interesting. It's no. an intriguing concept. It is true sci-fi in the sense that. There's a lot going on and not a lot of questions answered and there's a lot of ambiguity. Yeah. It is the first. I don't know if we're going to see more movies in this because uh, there is a book franchise. Mm -hmm. So it's based off a book. There's more than one. I'm I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't in the right headspace, uh, but it's 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 sci fi in that it asks a lot of questions and I kind of understand some of the questions they're asking but it's not super clear and i know that i'm supposed to be interpreting things on my own a little bit answers to your questions no oh no oh no there are no answers ah yeah Th that's not even my biggest problem it's just the the way to get to those questions is kind of boring too oh. like it seemed like a really intriguing concept yeah. and there should be a lot of like high tension moments in the movie 
But so much of it just fell flat for me. I feel like that's happening a lot lately. Yeah. Um, I watched The Arrival. Arrival, Arrival was amazing. I thought that was really good, but yeah. there were moments in it where I'm like, uh, I don't feel connected There's to the characters. There's some slow parts, sure. Oh, that's too bad. This movie did that. Yeah, there were some some B-plots uh, in Annihilation. I mean, they're not necessarily B-plots, but they're not like the prime focus of the story. Yeah. It's more backstory of the character. And I was like, well, why are we looking at this? I don't understand why this is relevant to Maybe what they're currently doing. A movie? I think it's in a way that sci-fi does. They're mirroring things like in her personal life with things that are happening oh. in the... And and I I I actually had to like look things up and like find other people's thoughts on it to make any kind of connections on certain things. Like there were things that I didn't notice watching it mm-hmm. at all, like at all that other people brought up, and I was like, "Oh, really? That's weird. I didn't notice that." And I I'm generally good about yeah. picking up on that kind of stuff, which makes me think that they just didn't do a nice job of pointing it out. Yeah. So you, because you're the type of guy, like with the movie Clue, mm-hmm. you would have been like, the butler did it five minutes into the movie. <laughs> How do you know that? Yeah, but you didn't notice. Like you see all those things. Like so. Inception was ripe for analysis. Yeah, and I got it. Yeah, right away. I understood what was going on. I followed it. and I loved it. And then you watch something like this, where they're they're doing some metaphor, and like I kind of get what they're going for. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think they nailed it. That's too bad. I think maybe that's my biggest problem is like I I get the questions that are being asked. I don't necessarily know why they're being asked. I don't really care about the answers. And the fact that I don't really care is the biggest problem. Like I didn't feel invested. Hmm. I didn't really care about the characters that much. I don't know. I just wasn't. I just just didn't hook me. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of a shame. But that's my only freak out. That's not so, too bad, then. That's not too bad. Considering. Um, a quick review for a video game I played recently called yeah. Candleman The Complete Journey. Mm. Did you take a look at the trailer for this? I Yeah, I watched some game footage of yeah. it, actually. It's, it's interesting. It's a pretty game. Yeah. Like, it's oh, really yeah, it looks, nice. They play with light a lot and stuff. Yep. Um, so, basically, your character is a candle. Yeah. You're the guy from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. <laughs> you're a Lumiere. Yeah. Uh, not even as personified, though. Like, you you don't have a face or anything or arms. You're just yep. a candle with legs that walks around. Uh, the cool game mechanic with it is that you can only use your uh, flame for about 10 seconds per level total. So there's a lot of places and a lot of uh, puzzles that you have to solve using your light and your flame. Yeah. But you have to be really cautious of when you're using it and when seconds. you're not. 10 seconds. So it's like on off real quick. Yeah. So you're literally like flicking the button every now and then to do little things to be like, oh, am I near the edge of a platform? Am I going to die? I need to like trigger this other thing. I have to light this to make this other thing happen, but I just got to flick it real quick. And this is like a platformer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a puzzle platformer. Um, What happens when you run out of light? That's it? There's no way to regenerate or... Nope. You got to start the level over. Oh, so so that's like running out of life. Yeah. Yeah. So you you melt. Yeah. As you use it because your wax is running out. Now... It kind of breaks the whole idea when you're like, oh, you're fine in the next level. <laughs> like, yeah, it kind of destroys the I immersion. Some wax exactly. Like, up. there's no rationale. That's just the, the game mechanic. And that's fine. I'm glad I got to play the complete journey because apparently the way I did watch the original ending for the game mm-hmm. and that is still in the complete journey. But 
at a certain point, like the last three levels, it stops. And if it were to end, if I'd played this game in its original form and played it then, it would have yeah. been insanely depressing. Oh. Cause it ends with such a bad, like, not even just like a bad ending, but also like a, wait, what? Like yeah. the story ended there? That, that doesn't really make sense. Like, we're not done. Did they release it before it was finished? Yeah. That, that and then the they issue? released the last three levels as DLC. Oh, and God. I don't know if that was the original intended ending or if this that I played through to the end was the original intended ending and then they maybe just couldn't finish it. I don't know the full story behind it. Uh, but without those last three levels, the rest of the game would have felt like, uh, and I saw reviews from people who played that original and yeah. like the game was amazing. And then it just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait, really? That's it? Oh. But I mean, the game itself, it's a lot of fun. You yeah. can play it in like, I think I played it in five and a half hours or something. Oh, short. Yeah. So it's fairly short. It's not like crazy time consuming. Mm-hmm. It's nice that it doesn't get any more complicated than you use two, like aside from your directional controls, you use two buttons. Mm-hmm. You jump or you flick your candle on. That's it. And then they create all the puzzles around that control scheme. Jumping or being able to see. Yeah. So if you're somebody that doesn't want to, and granted, there's more than that. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not just like, oh, I need to see so I can make this jump. There are things like where you're in uh, an aquatic, not an aquatic level necessarily, but there are like puddle areas and lakes and pools. And there are certain flowers that are attracted to your light. So like you flick it on and then this platform of a flower comes over and you can kind of ride this flower through the water. Cool. And there's like little things like that. There's yeah. fireworks that you light off that shoot you around levels. So it's not as simple as, oh, I'm just being careful of where I'm walking. It's more yeah. puzzle advanced than that. But the fact that you don't have to learn all these weird new controls, if you're not, if you're someone who doesn't want to be like getting hand cramps from <laughs> yeah. like hitting all these weird button inputs, like it's never going to challenge your ability to hit these two buttons. It is going to challenge your ability to think. Yeah. And that's a good puzzle game, in my opinion. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We so it's wanna, not, it's not, not testing. Yeah. It's not testing my gameplay precision. It's testing my ability to solve puzzles. And that's where I fall apart on games. <laughs> Solving puzzles? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. I will just, hit every combo you want me to, but don't yeah. ask me to think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, is this just on Steam? It's on Steam and it's on Xbox. Oh, so it originally is? it originally came out as an Xbox indie title oh, I didn't and then it that. came to Steam afterwards. And actually Phil Spencer the guy who uh was was behind a lot of the Xbox stuff. Mm-hmm. He was a big proponent of this game. He really enjoyed it. So I I would recommend it absolutely. I think cool. people should play through it. It's, and again, it's 5 and a, 5 5 and a half hours. It's not a huge time commitment. Mm-hmm. So if you're someone who likes to just kind of get a nice little story, uh go ahead, check it out. Cool. We are going to take a quick break right now. Uh, when we come back, we have some taste testing. Very exciting. Some things that Volby doesn't know are coming up. I have no idea what he's doing. And we are going to hop in the spoiler room for a little bit to talk about the brand new Tomb Raider yes. movie. So we'll be right back. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com and click on the Amazon button, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, You've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping.
Hi, this is Will Friedle, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. Welcome back. Uh, we are, like we said earlier, going to be doing a quick taste test yeah. of several different things here. This um, is exciting. I've pre-poured some sodas for Volpe over yes. there, and I'm going to be pouring some for myself as well. Uh, neither of us have tried any of these, but before we do that, uh, I do want to start off with a food item that I randomly saw in Target and was oh. like, oh, this looks cool. Wait, Target we seems to, to be this. the place for random it does. things. Yeah. Every time I go on Target, I'll find something. I'll go up and down the aisles just to- It's where I easily find the limited edition Oreos yeah. most of the time. Yeah. More so than like Stop and Shop. He's got a package. I do have a package. Uh, they are cookies. Oh. They're not Oreos. Okay. They are Cadbury cream egg oh, cookies. Oh, yes. Yes. It almost looks like the shape of an Oreo that's yep. covered in chocolate. Yep. And it's a Cadbury cream egg. With like cream egg middle. interior. I saw they have... I, Walmart had, I think, white chocolate cream eggs now. Really? Which I'm not really into that, but makes more sense in terms of it looking like an egg. But all right, I love cookies. Thank you. I don't know if I've had these. They look familiar. I don't remember. I never even heard of them until I randomly saw them. I love cookies. They are wonderful. Yes. So they're very smooth. Uh, obviously, like a chocolate covered cookie. Smells. Even the chocolate that they use is the exact same. Oh, yeah. Cadbury is a very signature chocolate taste. That's good. Mmm. The inside is exactly a Cadbury cream egg. Yep. It's the cream egg filling. Even with the little spot of orange in the middle. You get a wafer at the bottom that one would expect to be kind of Oreo-ish, but not. it's not. It kind of blends well with the chocolate coating. Yeah. It's definitely more wafer. It's not like a cookie. Mm. I maybe would want just a little bit more filling. Not enough. Yeah, I was just And a little say. less wafer. The ratio is just off. Listen, Cadbury. <laughs> Don't mess with us. We're the They're consumer. still quite good, though. They are. There's almost... I'm not getting any taste of the, the filling. Not really, no. It's all chocolate, and then it's. I smell the chocolate. I taste the cookie. The and I'm getting the texture of the yeah. filling, but not really the taste. Hmm. They're good. Yeah. They're less messy than a Cadbury cream egg. That's very true. There's nothing <laughs> like anytime you bite into a Cadbury cream egg, you're wearing that as well. Mm-hmm. So wear a black shirt. Don't wear white. They're good. They're just not. Yeah, the majority the of everything is kind of the wafer. Yeah, not bad. They're not um, they're not gonna satisfy my cream egg needs. Nope, but they're tasty. It just satisfies the cookie, mm. like your desire to have an Oreo. Yeah, cookie. I know. Oh man, not bad. They're okay, not bad. They're all right. All right, cleanse your palate because I'm gonna. This is the really interesting part. Yes, this is exciting. So. I went to Philadelphia uh, a few weeks ago, Mm -hmm. and while I was there, I stumbled upon a place called Rocket Fizz, and Rocket Fizz is a cool little, like, novelty store Mm -hmm. that has just walls of different kinds of sodas. No way. Some they make 
right there and they have like Rocket Fizz branded sodas, but a lot of them are just like they have all your Jones sodas and yeah. all that stuff and like almost every flavor. But like they also have like the most random sodas I've never heard of or seen before. So exciting. I walked around and took a look at stuff. Some some had kind of like gross sounding things that yeah. I just wasn't interested at all. Some of them were like, I wonder what that would even be like as a soda. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some were just straight up weird. So what was the weirdest thing you saw that you remember? Oh, God. You were like, oh, no way. Am well, I some like that? you don't even know like what it would like. There was something called like nuclear soda or whatever. And I'm like, what does that even taste like? What does that death. mean? Like that was the flavor. Tastes like a slow, soda. agonizing yeah. cancer filled death. Like I wanted to get things that I thought would be something you're like, oh, OK. I have yeah. a thought of what that might t- taste like. Yeah. Having like a randomly named thing didn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, so I have three different sodas that I picked up there. Yeah. Other thing about Philadelphia that I didn't know, they actually have a soda tax now. Really? They have a soda tax. A bottle tax? It's a soda tax? It's a soda tax. And it's, I I was like, oh, that's not something, uh, we have here. What's the the tax rate? I forget what it is, but it does make it a little harder for that kind of business to succeed there. Rhode Island has a food tax. Like if you go to Dunkin' Donuts, you're not paying 7%. On your meal mm-hmm. or, or ordering the food, you're paying eight. Yeah, so it's it's like that with soda in Philadelphia for whatever reason. I guess it's something that got implemented last year. They're trying to discourage. Maybe an extra percent on my sale is not going to discourage me from buying. A no, <laughs> people are going to get what they get. I mean, look at what people pay for cigarettes. Yeah. Um. Right. So I got some like three what yeah. I thought were not. I mean, different. Not necessarily weird, but different mm-hmm. ones. Um, so let's do the gold one first. Yeah, so there's three uh, in front of me. Yeah. One's gold. It almost looks like ginger ale if you picture ginger ale. It does. Um, there's a pinkish colored one. Yeah. Which, even from looking at them in the three glasses, mm-hmm. it actually looks like the consistency would be different. It if, does, yeah, because it's less, uh, it's less, it's and, more opaque. And then there's a neon green Bruce Banner <laughs> Hulk yes. soda. Uh, I don't know if you want to smell the gold one first. Yeah. The smell is not in a glass. The smell is not appetizing. That's true. The smell is not appetizing. No, but it's not like I haven't smelled. This is familiar. It's like a faint smell of something. Yeah, I'm trying it. It's very. um, Wow, it's potent. Whatever. Huh? Oh, aftershave. (laughs) No. It's okay. almost like apple juice. At first, I was like, I don't know if this is exactly what I think it would be. But as it kind of lingers in your mouth a little bit, it starts to form. Does it have apple mm-hmm. to do with it? Okay. I almost want to say it's like apple pie or apple crisp. Mm. Apple pie. Apple pie soda. Yeah. You know what? That's what you get in that... Um, what am I trying to think? Like the crust, like the cinnamon, and like the cinnamon, the, the, the crust, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what that smell is. It's almost like the crust. It's not an attractive smell. No, it's actually the little. Wow, that is good. The turnoff smell, but it is pretty accurate. Yeah, surprisingly. So I, was, I just I saw it and I was like, I wonder what an apple pie soda tastes like. It's not bad. They it, did a good job. It's not bad. Like that would be great on like Thanksgiving. Or Christmas. Oh, I have to like down mine because <laughs> I need the glass. I didn't take out multiple glasses oh. for me. Oh, no. I'll just finish mine up, too, and then cleanse the palate with the water. I don't love it, though. That's the other thing. It's it's fine, but I don't love it. They definitely hit 
the apple. Yeah. Like the green, it's almost like a Granny Smith apple taste mm. mixed with a, a little a bit faint pie crust. Yeah. They did a good, I mean, listen. I mean, I love the flavor of apple pie. It's one of my favorite desserts, but I don't need it in soda form. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, I guess we're going with the uh, the pink one now. Yeah. Yeah, the pinkish one. Right, let me cl- cleanse my nose too. Yeah. Hold on a second. Okay, go ahead and give that a smell. My first thought by looking at it was, this looks like grapefruit juice. That so it kind of does. If you yeah, had to picture That's it because you guys don't see this. It looks like he poured me a glass of grapefruit juice that yep. has no pulp whatsoever. The smell is almost non-existent. Yeah, I don't know what that is. No, it's like no smell. I'm not getting any real scent off of it not compared to the other one so whoa it's almost watermelon ish or or some sort of melon so did you not look at the names of these no i know what they are oh okay i know what that well i mean i had to pick them out (laughs) i didn't just grab three random bottles i really that would be funny though just grab three that would be funny i should just ask him can you put four in a bottle like this is familiar and i can't like I've tasted something like this before. Is watermelon a part of it? No. No? Nope. I, okay, I'm getting, even knowing what it is, I'm getting like little hints of like, what it is. All I taste is like a Dell's watermelon lemonade. Really? I mean, that's, so maybe the my taste buds did not are, do a good job with this one. Maybe my taste buds are. No, but even knowing what it is, I'm still not getting it fully. Like a guava maybe or something? That's kind of what it tastes like. It's not what it is, though. What is it? There is like a little, almost like a, I don't even know how to describe it. There's like a, a, a dark, deeper taste to it. I don't know. This is a... Peanut butter and jelly? Peanut butter and jelly soda. I don't, even, I don't taste the peanut butter at all. Or the <laughs> jelly. Or the bread. Or the bread. Yeah, peanut butter and jelly soda. Mm. No, I don't taste it definitely more of like a melony i can taste a little bit of like a peanut candy ish flavor like you know yeah i know what you're talking about yeah like now that i know what it is i guess my brain's going okay kind of like those those like peanut butter toffees in a way you get a little bit of that but i'm not getting the jelly i'm not getting the bread more butterscotch than a peanut butter that one's not a super strong one no no all right, one left. Uh, the neon green kind of toxic looking one that you said. So yes. I will preface it with this. I talked to the shop owner who was yeah. real nice. And I said, I want to know which soda in the store is the best tasting for what you wouldn't think would be. So like, what's the weirdest one that tastes the best? Okay. And that's what he gave me. Right. He's like, here's nuclear vomit. You're like, oh. (laughs) All right, let me. That tastes like, I mean, that smells like freshly cut grass. It does. Like, I just cut my lawn. Very much so. Like, this is the most noticeable, recognizable scent right away. That's why you're driving your car. Yep. And you drive past somebody's lawn and he just cut his grass. That's what I smell. I don't know if I'm right, but that's what I smell. That is fully, yeah, that is exactly what I'm smelling. All right, let's try it. It's not what I'm. I'm gonna taste like I licked a swimming pool or something. Um, I mean, it kind of tastes like it smells. It's not bad. 
Like I could sit and drink a bottle of this and not have a problem. It's, it's actually, not bad. It's it's weird, but I it's can't the smell is like I can't pinpoint it. Are you sure you can't pinpoint it? Grass soda? I was right. Grass soda. The Again, label is just somebody's lawn. Yeah. In big yellow letters. Grass. I mean, it's not bad. Soda. But it's it's the one that was like, who would want to drink a grass soda? Right. It's not bad. It's not I bad. I don't know that this is what eating your lawn would taste like, but <laughs> it's not bad. It's uh, it's something. <laughs> Somebody somewhere <laughs> in a lab was like, we have to come up with the taste. We need a new like liquid flavoring. Oh, let's do lawn. Lawn care. Lawn. I mean, it's those Harry Potter jelly beans in yes. soda form. Oh, some of those are hard. That game is not fun. <laughs> no. And I lose every time it's because not a Autumn game I won't would play. play it. So I have to play both sides of it. And I oh, lose. lovely. Oh, so she just wants to watch yeah. you react. Yeah, some of them are bad. The vomit one. Oh, the dog food is the worst. Oh, that grass one's super fizzy. We were even saying when we were pouring how much fizz is in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the one giving me gas. Of all of them. It's, yeah, it's, it's not bad. No, it's not bad. I'm sh- I'm That's I got to give it credit that you picked up on it so quickly, even just from the smell. When I looked at it, I said, all right, it's, if it's going to be something weird, this isn't going to be Apple because right. it's not weird enough. It's going to have to be something really off the wall. Yeah. Grass. Did a good job. They hit the, the, the <laughs> of the three in terms of taste yep. and smell. That was the most accurate. It was. Compared to apple pie, peanut butter and jelly. The ones that you would think would be like yeah. really good. And they were fine, but they weren't accurate like the way grass was. Yeah. yeah. And yet grass was... Oh, not man. bad. These are making <laughs> <Yeah>. me gassy. <laughs> Whew. Okay. Well, we did it. We survived. All right. Cookies uh, and soda. <laughs> uh, with all that done, though. Yes. Let's it's see. It's time to step into the spoiler let's room. Let's see if we can survive this. So if you have not seen Tomb Raider. The new one. The new one with Alicia Vikanda. Yes. As I've heard her say her name very many times uh, when watching the, I think it was a Wired video. You know where they have celebrities showing uh, what or answering the questions that are most Googled about them. Have you seen those videos at all? No, I haven't. Oh, they're actually pretty funny. They take actors and actresses from movies and they give them these boards with like only their name showing. Yeah. And they have to pull off the strip to see what the full search result was. And then they answer that question. So whatever the most Googled things about that person are. Oh, God. What does that lead to? <laughs> no, they're, they're not. They're not like awful, awful. They probably take out some vulgar stuff, but well, I imagine some of them would be like, "Is so and so dead or whatever?" Sometimes that happens. You know? Yeah, yeah, they're pretty funny though. Um, so we're gonna be talking about the new Tomb Raider in uh, all its glory or failure, and we're gonna talk in the spoiler room. So yeah, from this point forward, once we step in there, all bets are off. Uh, I would recommend you see the movie before listening, unless you're a spoiler junkie and you just want to hear them all, regardless of anything. Uh, but we're going to hop in the spoiler room right now. Access granted. Welcome. Okay. Tomb Raider. Yeah. Do we want to give our impressions first? What we thought? Uh, sure. Sure. Yeah. All right. What'd you think? Um, I thought it was average. Yeah. I don't think it sucked. Okay. I don't think it was great. Okay. Um, I felt like 
they they stuck to the source material quite well, which would have been the first two games of I think the most recent it came out on Xbox 360, the one that came out on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. I know there's another one coming out. Um, she looked the part, mm-hmm. uh, but outside of them finding a girl who could look like a young Lara Croft of I would 18 years old or so, sure. Um, it just kind of fell apart from there. Yeah. And I, I went in having watched the first two with Angelina Jolie, sure. 2001, 2003, when mm-hmm. those came out. Yeah, I've seen them. I saw them back then, so I don't fully so, remember. But Of course, naturally, I'm in my brain going to compare. Of course. But then at the same time, I was just like, well, this is clearly being modeled after the games, so I know that storyline. Mm-hmm. So whatever. I'll just go in and enjoy it. It should be a great action movie. I enjoyed the action sequences. Mm-hmm. But there, I just felt like the plot holes were there. So if I had to rate it, I'd give it you know, two and a half out of okay. five. Like right in the middle. Okay. Like, uh, 50%. I probably liked it a little more than you did. Yeah? Yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, again, it's not going to be like winning any awards. And yeah. it's not like groundbreaking or anything. But I thought as like, if you look at it as just like an action movie. Yep. I thought it was actually pretty damn strong. Um, She was great. She did a good job. She was great in the movie. I thought she was really, really good. Uh, I I couldn't help making comparisons to Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. That Well, I mean, she is kind of the female Indiana Jones. In a lot of ways, so yeah. I was thinking the same thing watching this, especially when they get into the tomb. Exactly. I was like, where are they going to go with this? Because Between that and the whole reconnection with her father. Yeah. Which, that part upset me. What, what about it? That he was still alive. Really? And that she found him. My... Because I don't think in the games he's alive. He's... Well, no. I mean, they're going to divert from... But he... I don't know. There's just something about... The the whole way the thing was set up mm-hmm. with him, his business, owning a ton of businesses. He had no clue what he owned, it seemed like, or right. who was a part of it. Right. What they were doing. Which, if you own that many... Okay, I get it. Like, it's hard enough for me... To stay on top of one, mm-hmm. never mind. We own fifty. Holy crap! Like, right. there's going to be something going on that you don't know about. But I just feel like it, things were not. I don't know. They could have structured the whole story a, a little differently, hmm. and that he got lost. He somehow magically survived seven years on this island. Yeah. You know, I don't know that he he had the skills to survive like where you know they well, i think he was like like she had said earlier he's not necessarily the boardroom corporate type yeah. that she thought he was so we don't really know his background yeah maybe he did have these skills i mean he could have also like he said he's been following what they've been doing on the island for right. all this time so what's to say maybe i mean the the odds of him getting caught over the course of seven years is pretty good considering pretty how yeah how how big the island is but maybe he was like stealing supplies and stuff here and yeah. there and who knows i mean it wouldn't I have hurt to felt explore as that a little but he him i would have liked it more if he had been dead and gone and like him passing is what led her to this mm-hmm. to develop and become you know the Lara croft we know that she is see i think that's what this movie is though i think that by the end of the movie, it's the start of her becoming yeah. the Lara Croft. It was just that we weird. Know. I didn't, I didn't expect him to be alive, and when I saw that he was, I went, Whoa. 
I didn't alive. necessarily either. My the the one thing that threw me off big time is like how quickly she finds him. Yeah. Like I thought if he was alive, maybe we'll find him by the end of the movie. But like, I don't know, we were not even done the first act. Yeah. And she found him in the cave and I was like, oh, my God, really? Already? Wow. Right. That's that's quick. But I mean, it does it does give her motivation to follow through. Because if if she believed the uh, Matthias or Matthias or whatever his name yeah. was, um, if if she had believed him that he killed her father, yeah, then the movie becomes okay. We need to get off this island, or because why movie, stick around? I'm gonna, yeah, make sure. Well, she didn't want him to. Un- yeah, see, that's where they need the element of she, she wants to stop him from uncovering. Right. What's in the tomb. But yet she didn't she didn't necessarily buy into the supernatural, the things that her father did. So I think without having him there, her motivation to stay and follow through on the quest, because she really went to find out whether he was there or not. Yeah. And whether he was alive. And once she found that out, I feel like it should have movies over for for the end some way. There should have some yeah. element of oh my god he could still be alive He's right. in this tomb. Yeah, I have to get in there and find out. Yeah, because if they had just said that he was dead, and there was no like tease to that, then there's no reason for her to stick around. She yeah. would have just tried to get off the island. That would have been the the movie was escaping, and yeah. that's not what they were doing. Um, so I mean, I I understand why they went the way that they did, and they had him introduced early. It mm-hmm. did throw me off. But he was the he was the MacGuffin in a way to keep her yeah. there and to keep her invested in following through with everything. Right. Because she wouldn't have helped that guy either without her father there. She would have been like, shoot me. Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe. I don't think she wants to die either. Well, no, yeah, but but she he couldn't have gotten into the tomb without her. What was your feel on the whole opening to the movie? It, it, the, her. I felt like, oh, it like was her un- current life. The unnecessary. To see the whole bike race thing and like all I'll say was, oh, look, she's kind of agile. Yeah. I don't know. There wasn't. The uh, bike race itself didn't matter that much to yeah. me. I thought the important stuff that they showed was like her training and yep. everything and the, the fight training and all that stuff. Yep. I think that justified a lot of what she did. Yes. Later on. Yeah. Uh, and the bike thing, you could just, I mean, the race part wasn't necessary, yeah. really. But the actually mm, this movie pushed two hours. Yeah. Which I, I just felt like a, a lot of that in the beginning was a little unnecessary. The the more the more I try to say that things are not necessary, the more I'm realizing that they are. So I mean, I guess there are other ways that they could have done it, but the bike race not only showed how agile she was, yeah, but it also set up her her real obsession with her father because she saw that one person who looked like him. Yeah. And that was enough to pull her out of everything that she was doing. Like right. she needs money desperately, even though she doesn't. Um, So that should have been the biggest factor for her. But as soon as she saw someone who looked like her father, that overloaded like that yeah. circuit in her brain. It was it just shut like, her Oh, right down. Yeah. Which led to her getting, caught exactly and then the where anna anna showing it was that her name anna something like that yeah oh, i have the cast right in front of me <laughs> i don't remember um they don't even list what her character name was um 
picking her up and bringing her back yep. and then trying to get him to sign paperwork. I knew and, she was a bad guy from the start. Oh, yeah. She's going to be a so bigger obvious. bad guy. Yeah. You know, well, so because we played the games. So I have I, not. Oh, you haven't? No, and I could oh. still tell. Yeah, this is. There's a demeanor way bigger that some thing. characters have. And you can just go, oh, fill in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just the character development wasn't all that yeah good well um, Walter Goggins the bad yes. guy who yep. played the bad guy I love him he's great he is phenomenal I just felt like even in in this movie he was just your generic bad guy yeah he was a guy who's I'm on a mission and I'll kill anybody in front of me yep because I have to help the, the my my, my I gotta boss get off this island yeah and it was there was no I didn't really hate him. Mm-hmm. But the, he was just him. Like, the, I've seen this guy play characters. Yeah. Like, the character wasn't very well developed. I've seen this just character gene- before. Exactly. Yeah. He's just your generic bad guy. And when a worker falls down, they're sick. Instead of helping him up, he shoots so him. Like, no it's remorse. That. Yeah. That's it. Move We've on. seen this character. But that's, that's I think we just need, like, a clear evil. The one thing about his character that I found really confusing yeah. is when he kept saying, like, Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, if that was blunt, I haven't talked to anybody in seven years. I'm like, you're surrounded by, by people. people. Yeah. He said this several times. Like, oh, if you had been here, like uh, when they find Richard, her father, yeah. he's like, if you had been here, I would have had someone to at least talk to. And I'm like, there there are so many people on this island. Do with they you. all just not speak English or like what? Well, like, I know like his to... guards and stuff do. Yeah, like so... what is happening? Like, I don't understand. They should have not done that at all. No, that, that was, was a weird. weird. Yeah. That was a very weird thing. Um, <laughs> you can't keep saying that I have bad social skills because I was isolated on this island when there's like 50 other people there with you. Right. I was like, so <laughs> does he just not know how to talk to a woman? That was a girl? really like, weird. Is that it? Yeah, I didn't get that at all. Uh, you felt like she was a good Lara Croft? I really did. Yeah. Yeah. She actually said, too, in that same video that I mentioned, that Wired video, she was like, I put on 15 pounds to play this role. Really? Like, where was the rest of you then? Jesus. Yeah, right. Like, was, was I mean, it, she's fit as a hell. Wonderbra? <laughs> fit as hell looking in this. She was, yeah. Well, that's who. The yeah. Character is I mean, obviously. She's an action hero. She's supposed to be. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's the role. But uh, no, I thought she was a really good Lara Croft. Uh, granted, now I haven't played the the reboot. I played a little of the old school Tomb Raiders. Yeah. But I, I haven't played that's the reboot. That's a whole different games. character, too. Yeah. So I don't, I don't have. I don't really. I don't think I'm comparing her to. A an existing Lara Croft. Mm-hmm. I'm comparing her to what I think Lara Croft would be, uh-huh. and I think this movie is very much not a here's Lara Croft at her peak. This is a this is how we created Lara Croft and how she started. That's her what mission. the games are too. Oh, okay, she's very new. Not she doesn't have all the high tech gear right away. Yep. Learning so like by how the to end fight, of this movie, how to survive. Yeah, by the end of it, she's got the braid and the two guns. Yeah. So, like, that's Lara Croft that we know. All this is leading up to that. Those are great scenes, by the way. The, yeah. The, um, the pawn shop. Oh, the pawn shop, yeah, oh, with Nick that, Frost. Yeah, that was, was great. Yeah, he was Those fantastic. Are... He's great in everything. <laughs> are you flirting with her? No, no. A little, yeah. I yeah, was flirting a little, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the the pen. Just flicking the coffee cup. Next time she comes in, he pulls the coffee cup yeah. down. Yeah. Just little things like that are so good. I mean, like I said, I didn't hate the movie. I thought it was good. I, yeah. I And then, funny enough, like, so yesterday, um, I sat and watched the first Tomb Raider. Because mm-hmm. I was like, in my mind, I remember it being something. Let me go back. 
all my complaints with this movie were exactly there with the first one. Like there, they were the same complaints. Kind of pacing issues. The bad guy was very generic. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. This it, it was kind of almost a little too long. Mm-hmm. Like it just kind of jumps from the adventure. Just kind of jumps. It could have been better written. But Angelina Jolie was the Tomb Raider that we knew then. Like overly large on on top. Yeah. Uh, very sexual. Mm-hmm. Like she's topless in the first ten minutes, you get total side boob. Um, <laughs> whereas this one, she's young, she's not innocent, but you know, there's none of that, and that's what the right. character of the Laura Croft character is like now. So, in terms of playing the characters, they were on point. But my like, the they bad, all they each played their yeah, version of Laura the way that perfectly. Okay, but the bad guys were not bad enough. Mm-hmm. They were very generic. I just felt like the storyline and the pacing of the movie was a little off, mm. um, a little too long. Each of them. So, I mean, it's an action movie. Yeah, you yeah. Know, how long can you go? You know, over an hour and a half, hour and forty. It's like, oh, you know, yeah, it's an action movie. What are we doing here? So. I think the um, I really like the progression of like they 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 didn't give Lara any skills that I thought were unreasonable mm-hmm. because they kind of set them all up. They gave her the fighting because they set it up with the MMA training. Yeah. They gave her the agility, set it up with the bike messenger stuff. They gave her the puzzle solving ability by setting that up with all the puzzle boxes she was solving and stuff yeah. like that. So everything that she was doing, I, I'm not sure if I felt like she had the kind of like archaeological knowledge that she should have like her like, father would have like so uh solving the color puzzle yeah and stuff like that exactly. I was like, like how would she know to do that right i was like well i don't know that's that's that is more like where indiana jones was better because he's like a doctor in archaeology mm-hmm. he has all this knowledge i'm not sure lara has all that knowledge sure right. she read her dad's notes but i don't think that one box is going to be enough to get her through all this no. stuff so that not entirely. It almost would have been better if the uh, the bad guy mm-hmm. had said to her, "Their color code." Like he understood because he does this. He's uncovering or things. her dad. Something. Somebody should have said it's color coded. We got to right. put the right combo of colors in there. In inside, there's a scene where the floor is falling apart mm-hmm. and all that. And yeah, that's she should have. Somebody else should have been able to know that to set that up for her. And yeah. then she uses that in future movies. Look what I just learned. I right. can apply this elsewhere. Yeah. So I felt like she was a little bit, a little bit kind of overpowered, if you will, in her knowledge that she hasn't quite acquired yet. Right. I understand why they didn't want, because everyone's so afraid of men helping out women now in movies. Like they, uh, I, I, I understand why they don't yeah, want to do that. Me too. Yeah. But, <laughs> I God. I don't think that having her dad who actually has the knowledge right. help her out with that one puzzle would have been a problem. I saw her getting through all the others mm-hmm. fine. That one was like, oh, she's going off with some knowledge. I'm not sure she really has. Yeah. So maybe her dad should have been like, wait, do this yeah. for that one puzzle. And that also could have come back up when they were in the actual tomb. And she at one point was like, I need you. She could have like specifically said, no, you remember that thing? I need you. I'm not ready yet. Yeah. So that could have been a thing that they kind of brought up to keep her attachment going and be like, well, he has skills that I don't. So I need him in my life still, not just to be my father, but to keep teaching me. Yeah. So they could have used that to make the bond even stronger. Right. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, those are little, little things. Generally about, in action movies, you want the action star to be like awesome at everything. Sure. So. Um, the actual tomb, getting down there and finding her and mm-hmm. then uncovering this whole. How did you feel about it being like a disease? I liked and, it a lot. Yeah, but it, and it acting that quickly. That was crazy. I was fine with it. Um, I mean, I don't I don't I, I'm, I obviously don't know, like disease science yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, something like that, I guess, could be possible. And yeah, it's bordering on the supernatural. But we were willing to accept supernatural at that point anyway. Yeah. So the fact that they tied it more to science and the fact that it wasn't exactly what we thought it was. Like, it was kind of nice because the whole way through, I was like, this is an Indiana Jones movie. And then she got to the end and she saw the tomb. And I was like, oh, look, it's the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. And I I had all these thoughts throughout. And the fact that it wasn't supernatural. Yeah. And the fact that it was based in science, I was actually like, well, that's kind of refreshing. That's kind of nice. I like that. It was different because the only way to get it would be to touch the person. Yes. And then you contracted it. Yep. Wherever you touched them and it just started to spread. Yep. So, I guess. Just like a flesh eating virus. If it was like a, a. chemical attack you know yeah you drop bombs at release gas could kill you your exactly. nervous system real quick so it was like this, this, where we need matt well it's a uh the kind of explanation is that it was like a disease that we've never seen because yeah. it was eradicated by these people so it's never been a part of our society we just don't know about it so if there's science that we don't know about which is highly likely yeah then it makes sense that like opening this airtight and they clearly showed that this was an airtight container yeah. because she decomposed as soon as they opened it up and she hit the air. I got a little confused with they had I don't know, they say a thousand or whatever, but the, the tomb was filled with bodies of other people. Yeah, her did handmaidens. They have the disease as well? I don't if they did, think I so because I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I don't think if they, they did. Had the disease and then Laura was on top of one of right, them. Right. I was like isn't she getting the disease? Like they didn't I'm pretty really sure they that. didn't. I think uh, they just she was themselves. She was the carrier, and the rest of them just because of ritual. Yeah, just sacrificed themselves to serve her that? in the that's afterlife. Insane. Yeah, that's that was their beliefs back yeah. then. So, no, I think I think that's that's fine. But she was the one who was immune, but was a carrier. Yeah. So everyone else just kind of died and were buried. And that's why the handmaidens, like, nobody would have been able to bury them. That's why the other right. ones who were probably sick and dead were just in a pile. Yeah. But nobody would have been able to handle those bodies to even put them in their respective, like, slots in the tomb. Right. What do you give? What do you give it? I, I don't, I don't know. I don't really like giving movies scores just yeah. because then Worth I'm seeing. setting a precedent that I, oh, absolutely. In the theater or yeah. wait till it comes No, out? I think people should see yeah. it in the, in the movies. I think it was, uh, I mean, you could wait if you want, but it's an action movie. There's something about the spectacle of seeing it on a big screen that elevates it. People might not get the same response watching it at home. I think watching action movies on a big screen elevates them. Mm-hmm. Will there be more? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It depends what it makes, of course, but yeah. I think it's strong enough that they could keep going. And it's nice to have more like actual. So I, I say this all the time. Uh, and we talked about it a little bit a couple weeks ago, or a couple episodes ago, is that uh, there was talk against by uh, Rachel Weiss had said that she didn't want to see a female James Bond. Yeah. And we had suggested why not take one of the other double O's and have them be a female and tell something within the James Bond universe if you really want to use that franchise and use that IP or even better, make a new character. 
make a character that stands on their own that's not going to be compared to others. Yeah. We can say that Lara Croft is the female Indiana Jones, but you want to know what she isn't? Mm. She isn't a female character named Indiana Jones. Right. And that makes it okay now to say, oh, that's Lara Croft. Even if she is kind of like a female version of Indiana Jones, yeah. it I doesn't agree. matter because she's Lara Croft. She's an original character and will not be compared to others. And I think that's the way to go about right. telling these stories and creating these people. But I, I liked agree. it. Yeah. Yeah. I said it was good. <laughs> okay. I think that's it. Let's start wrapping it up. All right. Uh, any final thoughts or something you'd like to plug? Uh, anybody out there? And Yeah. I mean, I launched a new flavor of protein. Yeah. Limited edition peanut butter cup. Um, so you can get it at spvfitness.com. Um, that's it. That's all. All right. We can talk about right now. <laughs> oh, right now. Yeah. I yeah. can talk. To, I've talked to you about stuff sure. off yeah. the air. Yeah, get that peanut butter cup protein. SBVFitness.com. Yes. For everything else we do, head on over to thegeekgeneration.com. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. You can watch our live podcasts, cooking, gaming, and more at twitch.tv slash thegeekgeneration. Send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. We'll be back soon with more geeky stuff for you, and we will see you then. Later. See ya. Make it so.